0: Hey, it says we're live. Um, okay, now now it says we're not. So I'm actually not sure. Let me think. Um, let me check this. Okay, okay, no, I, I I see the live video. Okay, we're live. Hey everyone. It's Sam um, with a funny video for you. Um, If you didn't already know, here I am. um, My guest today, um, and I'll tell you about her more in a minute, it's Lauren H. Salisbury, um, sci fi author. We're here to talk about, well, sci fi and fantasy, I think, but um, a little bit of both. We're here to talk about reading, writing, publishing, and more. So, hey, Lauren.
1: Hi, nice to be
0: here.
1: I'm good, thank you. Yeah, thanks
0: for joining us. Later
1: in the evening here, but yeah yeah
0: you're in uk right (laughs) yeah that's that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's 11 a.m where i am so you've had you've had your day already
1: yes it's already dark outside here
0: oh yeah sorry well i I have a toddler who wakes up at five so i feel like i've had my day day already but i don't know yeah um so lauren is a sci-fi fantasy author with several books out um most recent of which is called a matter of blood but i'll let her tell you more about that in a minute um, as always, I'm graciously, or I'm, I'm I'm grateful that Lauren has graciously agreed to be with us here today and answer some of our questions. So I have some questions prepared, but I also want to make make this an interactive discussion. So if you're watching this today, if you're a fan, a reader, an aspiring author, a friend of Lauren's, or a friend of mine, any any of the of the above, post your questions in the chat about reading, writing, publishing, fantasy fandom, or any of these topics because we want to hear from you too. Okay, um, Lauren, first question. Just for those who aren't familiar could you please um give us a quick overview of who you are um what kind of things have you written what what, what are your major books and all that
1: Okay, who am i um lauren salisbury i write under lauren h salisbury because there is already a lauren salisbury author out there as well and you don't want to confuse the two
0: Makes sense. um
1: i write fantasy and science fiction um started off with very very overt christian themes but um tending to put them more in the background and go a little bit more mainstream as I continue my writing career. Uh, I used to teach. I was a teacher for 20 years. I still to part-time because I love working with kids. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that comes into um, the books that I write as well, <laughs> a what lot of my experiences. What did you teach? I taught English, um, GCSE, which um, is almost the equivalent of high school diploma. We have a very different system over here.
0: Sure, sure. Okay.
1: Eleven to eighteen year olds.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And um, you've written at least one series
1: in addition to A Matter of Blood, right? Yes, I have. That was my my first few books were the Legacy Chronicles. Um, the easiest way to explain it is Moses in Space. But oh. it doesn't actually tell the story of Moses. They are all about the women in his life because they are some of my favorite biblical characters. And I think their stories are so fascinating.
0: Yeah. So it's more cool. about
1: the women and less about him, but you get his story through the series.
0: I like the idea already. That's cool. Okay. Cool. cool. Thanks for sharing Yeah, i am am a I'm a sci-fi guy. I'm probably more a little more sci-fi than fantasy myself, but I like both. Um And then your your newest book, A Matter of Blood, can you tell us a little bit about that one? Like, What's what's the premise? What's going on with that one?
1: Yes. Um, A Matter of Blood is steampunk um, because I started reading steampunk a few years ago and thought it was absolutely fantastic and I loved the creative elements that you could add into those stories. Um, The premise is... I'm trying to think of how to say it without ruining the ending. It is a prodigal son retelling, but there is a lot more to it than that and it you'll stop recognizing the story halfway through and realize that it's moving into more everyday issues in real life okay hope that sounded okay <laughs> okay don't let it put you off my bad description of my books just read the blurbs
0: yeah yeah <laughs> punk, okay yeah you guys you guys go to come on yeah yeah go on go on google amazon or read the book read the blurbs but steampunk um retelling of a familiar and uh, f- familiar story that I think I think it's to a, to a lot of us whether you know regardless of anyone's background or anything um so that's great
1: yeah. second chances nobody is think, beyond hope I think that is the main thing that I wanted to say with that book
0: I like that it's a good theme you asked yeah. me to
1: talk about it and I could go on for hours so I'm trying to keep it short.
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> I think I mean you, you you could go on for hours by writing the books and, and, and I mean I mean I mean no one's you know you know we We'd, we can't can't ask for everything here, but yeah, um, I think I, I agree hope second chances are things we all need, and I think things we all long for, so that's awesome, yeah, it makes me interested to to hear more about it um how did you get interested in writing in this this sci fi fantasy genre? Do you have like favorite books or movies or anything that inspired you?
1: um, my mother is the main reason that I love science fiction and fantasy um. My father got me into historical fiction, a lot of which are on the shelves behind me. Uh, But my mom got me into science fiction and fantasy. She gave me my first Terry Pratchett book after I'd finished my A-level English literature and was severely burned out from reading some very heavy topics. Um, And she gave me that, and I absolutely loved it. I read the whole series over the course of the summer. Um, So when I stopped full-time teaching and decided I wanted to do something else, And when I decided to give writing a go, science fiction and fantasy just, that's where the stories appeared in my head. Um, They're stories about characters that I hope are real um, and realistic and that people can relate to, but the settings, they just appear in my head either (laughs) on a fictional world or on a completely sci-fi world with weird and wonderful technology and flora and fauna and food. I'm big into including food in my books. <laughs> That's
0: good. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, lots of interesting worlds there. Um, okay. so you, you mentioned Terry Pratchett. Any other favorites that have like um stuck with you or or that inspired Kathy you? Kathy Tires.
1: Who is it? Kathy Tires um was the first um Christian science fiction book that I read. We don't really have it in the UK. Um, bizarrely, it's not a genre that appears very often. Um even famous authors like um Tolkien and Lewis, Lewis is considered children's fiction. Really? Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, and Tolkien is just considered, considered fantasy. There's no Christian market. Well, there is a Christian market, but it's much smaller in the UK than it is abroad. So if you go into a Christian bookstore in England, you'll have rows and rows of Bibles and study guides, and the fiction section is like that wide. And yeah. and that you know that deep sort of thing. Um, so it was only when my sister moved to Canada and we went over to visit her that we went into a Christian bookstore and thought, "Wow, yeah. there is Christian fiction out there!" And we were bringing it home by the suitcase full. <laughs> yeah. I remember coming home with like two sets of clothes and an entire book suitcase full mm-hmm. of books. Uh, but yeah, Kathy Tyre's, um Firebird series was the first Absolutely. Christian science I, fiction I'm, I'm, I'm that not, I read, okay. and yeah. Cool. That just blew me away. It's always stuck with me. She's yeah. been my inspiration as a writer and as a reader for okay. quite a long
0: time. I'll check it out. Yeah. And you mentioned like, um, I, th- I think, what I think is a key component of, all of a lot of sci-fi fantasy is, you know, the, the, set- the setting, the circumstances are extraordinary, but the characters are yes. ordinary and, and human and ones we relate to. I think that's important.
1: Yeah. My stories are all character driven, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like talking about issues that I've faced, that my friends, my family have faced, and I like digging into those. But I just do it in a different setting because it takes the pressure off and it dulls mm-hmm. the rawness of a lot of those emotions that we can feel when we're in those situations. So,
0: Since, And it allows just for fun creativity um, and fun stories, <laughs> I think. But yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a good, um, g- good way to reflect on our real lives, give people something to think about. Um, I mean, again, I, I have not read your, read your books yet. Um, I, I, when I can, I try I try to read the, some of the books of the authors who I have on these interviews. I can't I can't get to them all, but, um, but I mean, it's, it sounds good. Like, like, like it sounds, you know. I mean, I, I like sci-fi already, and I like, you know, stories of hope and second chances. I mean, I think I think we all we all want that, and even without knowing much about your characters, it sounds like the kind of thing I'd appreciate. So, yeah, you're you're you're. It's fortunate,
1: you're, given that I'm on your show. <laughs>
0: You're telling good stories or or I mean you' you're 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 giving us hopeful content, hopeful stories that we all need and and putting more hope out in the world that's good. That's awesome that's yeah so it's, it's it's an important job. Um, you, you mentioned like when you um when when you finally decided to stop teaching and start writing full time, did you always want to write, or was it just kind of a gradual thing or a, a, a decision you made one day?
1: I've always written. Um, I remember even as a little girl, I used to write stories um, for my friends, I wrote a, a series of little short stories that I illustrated myself and put them on cards for a, a younger girl in my church and then tied them up with a ribbon and gave them to her for her birthday. Okay. Um, when I was in the classroom, you know, I teach creative writing. So, you know, you've got to use examples. And instead yeah. of using ones from fiction that's already out there, I just used to write stories on the board. That's um cool. So one of the things when I quit teaching, I was like, what on earth do I do now? Because I always felt that was my calling and I was good at it. And that was, I could never see myself doing anything else other than teaching. And all of a sudden there was this massive void. It's like, what do I do now? And I remembered the kids in my classroom saying, you should write for real, miss, because your stories are really good. And they would constantly ask me for examples so that they could um, learn from that. So when my husband said, why don't you actually give it a try? Um, I did. I went for it, and absolutely loved it. I haven't looked back since. Great. Um, how long ago
0: yeah. was that? Like, like, are are you um like like how long ago was that? And like, are you, are you doing it like full time now, or like most partially time? Yeah, that was two thousand
1: seventeen. Okay. Um, I'd given up full time teaching as uh, I was a. Never mind. I'd given up full time and gone um, to supply work, long term supply work for a few years um, so that I could help my parents with my grandparents. But in 2017, we stayed with a friend of ours who had cancer. Mm. So I didn't do anything other than sit next to him while he had chemo. So he'd be there having his chemo done and I'd be writing notes about this science fiction world that I'd created for the first series. And that's really how it took off. Um, now, yeah, I mostly write. I still do tutor, uh, but only a little bit. I I like to work with kids, and I think if I gave it up completely, I really would miss it. Yeah. But most of my time is spent on writing these days.
0: That's good, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of the dream. I mean, I, I, I actually I, I also did sports as a as a teacher, and I and I I, I want to do it for a long time. And I mean, um, I I probably, probably wasn't as good as a, as you were. Because um, I I didn't last in the classroom, but um, but I mean I mean I, I'm I'm not yet writing stories full time. I'm writing books full time. I mean I'd I'd love to, but that's kind of the side hustle right now. So um, it I like think you're...
1: it's a nice combination actually, teaching oh. and and writing. I know quite a few of my writer friends have also had some sort of career in teaching or in education as well. Especially I don't if, know what it is about that but
0: yeah well I mean especially if they're if they're english teachers which I was too when you were then that's kind of that's I mean you know there's obviously overlap there but I mean i I knew some I'm, I'm sure there's people who are, who teach like math or science who also write fiction so that's cool mm-hmm. um think, yeah um you're you're doing it I mean doing this for your job now at least most of your job I know that's the dream a lot of us are are hoping for I mean I mean you know i'm sure I'm sure you're I'm sure you're still Building your audience, and I'm sure you're not like you know, Still you're not. making
1: more money from the tutoring than the writing, but it is getting there.
0: <laughs> We're getting there, you're on the journey like all of us are. Okay, yeah, well, thanks for sharing some of your story that that's, that helps us to know it's it's possible and it can be done. Um, whenever I've asked anyone, well, what are the biggest challenges um, as a writer? The answer I almost always get is finding the time um, and time management. So, I want to ask you. Um, what else occupies you during the day? Like like like, how do you find the time? What else occupies your day? I mean, you, you mentioned you have tutoring now. You you have a husband. Do you have kids, a family?
1: I have a husband, no kids, uh, just nieces. That's okay. where I get a lot of my inspiration from. Um, for me, time isn't the issue. I'm a very atypical writer in that. Um, Good. I have plenty of time to write. For me, the issue recently has been health um, and focus. Because of that, I've taken most of the last year off from everything um, to deal with some health issues. And I'm slowly now getting back into the writing, but it is hard. Um, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia last year. Oh, and I know a lot of other authors in the community have the same sorts of issues. And one yeah. of the biggest things is the brain fog. So I'm at the point now where I want to be writing and I'm really excited about trying to write again. But when I sit in front of my computer or with a pad in front of me, the words don't always come and it can be extremely frustrating. So trying to figure that whole thing out at the moment.
0: Okay. I know, I mean, a lot of people have talked about writer's block. Um, Yours might go a step beyond that because there's an actual medical condition associated with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's actually nice because, in I mean, it's not a nice condition at all, but for that side of it, it takes the pressure off. It's like, okay, it's not writer's block. It's actual block. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, everything.
0: <laughs> I'm, sure are, I'm sure there are some days you want to really want to get things done. I don't know if you have hard deadlines or whatever, but, but there's also days where if you're like, Hey, I'm sick. I can't do it today. You have to give yourself grace. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. And anyway, I mean, maybe that's a learning process for some of us who, um, who, are very 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 driven but you have to be okay with taking a day or two off when you need it so yeah.
1: um, I-, I mean I, I used to get writer's block anyway but one of the things that I've learned to do is to think about what I'm excited about in the next scene mm-hmm. Um, because quite often when you're struggling to write everything about it feels difficult and even if you do write it comes through in your words so whenever I'm struggling to get through a you know, a section or just can't figure it out or anything. I think, okay, in this next scene, what is there that's really exciting? What is there that's going to be really interesting? What is there that I cannot wait to get to or to find out? And that usually gives me the impetus to start writing it because I want to get to that point. And again, that just makes it better for the readers because if you're excited, the readers are going to be excited as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. No, you, you kind of anticipated my question. I was going to ask you, what do you do to get out of that? Uh, that mindset, and and I'm, I'm glad you found a strategy that works, or that at least some time Yeah.
1: There's it's, one other thing I do as well, um and this has actually been happening to me this week. Sometimes when I'm really struggling to write, I don't realize it, but it's an issue with the story, some sort of plot error or a. Mm-hmm. Or in the characters thinking that I'm recognizing on a subconscious level, but not on a conscious level. So sometimes I've learned to just let it sit for a little while, think about other things, just randomly let it percolate. And then eventually it will come to me. The reason I'm struggling to write this scene is that it doesn't work because that needed to happen first or because she's not in the right headspace to have this conversation. I need to build up to it or, you know, work it in in a slightly different way. So I found that that helps as well. Just even without any medical issues, give yourself grace, give yourself time to figure out what it is that is going wrong on stopping you from being able to write. And then nine times out of 10, or at least eight times out of 10, maybe, um, you can figure it out and actually, it'll flow really easily once that problem is solved.
0: Good. I'm glad you're finding- That's another another Yeah. No, it's a challenge I know, um, yeah, I know. You know health issues like that are no joke so um just to see you persevering and and overcome those challenges is encouraging and i, I you know I, I hope it encourages others too so do too. so yeah thank you thank you for the work you're doing yeah that's great um what about when it comes to like so so, so I, well i i I kicked that question off with time management and, and um but what about when it comes to like the actual process of writing or editing like what's the biggest challenge the hardest part for you when it comes to like the craft of uh, writing editing
1: Editing has always been the bit that i find when i talk to other writers we always fall into one of two categories we either love drafting and hate editing or we hate drafting and we love editing fortunately one of my closest friends is the exact opposite to me so we kind of cheer each other on and get you know keep each other going and help each other out occasionally but yes I love the drafting stage but hate the editing stage well, so, editing is
0: tough. yeah yeah self editing is not, is not comfortable a lot of times mm-hmm.
1: yeah which exact wording is going to be the best way to put this which exact thing here is going to make this really shine more than anything else but it's something that I've got better and better at as I've gone along Okay. Um, and again, this is where Terry Pratchett is a big influence on me and every time I worry about it, I think nope if it was okay for him it's fine for me as well. You can see my progression through my writing If you read my very first book and then read the latest one, you can see how much I've grown as a writer and how much I've improved as a writer okay. and sometimes I think about going back and rewriting that first one I'm like, I'm so much better now it's you know it I cringe when I look at it but then I think no because you know, Terry Pratchett, you look at his first Discworld novel, and you look at his later Discworld novels, and you can see, you know, the progression there, and if it's good enough for him, it's good yeah. enough for me.
0: That's great. Awesome. No, I, 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 understand, I, don't I understand that feeling. I, my, my novel I've been working on, that I've been querying and such is, um, I, I wrote the original draft over 10 years ago. I mean, I, I wasn't working on it the whole time, but I mean, I, I, I wrote it, it was like, I was much younger and much less experienced, and now I, I, I have a copy of that first one, and I'm like, this is not good. Like, like what, 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 what did I? Th- Why well, did mean, I think this is this is a good idea? And and, and, and I mean, there's there's a few gems in the there. You know, there's a, the overall structure and the characters I'm trying to keep, but just the writing style and the the bulkiness and word, wordiness of it all. I'm like, ah, oh. like who who? But doesn't wrote
1: it make you feel good when you look at it now and see how much better it is?
0: Yeah, yeah. My, my, the, the second one I wrote. I mean, I mean, even even on the first draft, I thought I thought it was much cleaner. I mean, and now I'm just trying to. You know, apply that to my first one without re re-writing the whole thing. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. Anyway, yeah, like Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we didn't come here. Didn't come here to talk, talk about me. I'm interviewing you about your stuff. But um, <laughs> no, no. I get, I get the cringiness of looking back on your early early drafts. But um, even you know, even even if you didn't publish them yet. But no, I'm glad you yeah yeah growing is is what we all need to do. And I mean, I think sometimes we have this mindset. Of like you know once once you once you publish you're you, you've arrived I mean I mean I mean yeah I know like most of us okay that was like what we thought probably when we were younger most of us are like no it's not true but it lingers in our minds so, so, we, so we kind of think like yeah but my, my first book it you know by the time I publish my first book it's gonna be perfect and and, and 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 you know that's that's gonna be like my masterpiece and 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 not always and the then case.
1: there's another hill behind it and then another hill behind yeah. It.
0: yeah. Publishing is great.
1: Absolutely. I love learning.
0: Yeah, good. That's good. Publishing is great, and you know it's admirable and everything, but it's one step in a long journey, and mm-hmm. it's not the last step for most of us. So,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you you've been learning. Um, what have you learned anything? you, you said you have you've grown in your self editing. Is there any like any like tips or tricks you've learned that you can share, or just just wow. um in general
1: you've you've
0: kind of
1: analyzed it um i think generally my whole attitude towards integrating descriptions and backstories and things like that is a lot more coherent now um you know this whole show don't tell Mm -hmm. um i think part of i don't know i think part of my problem might be because i came into this from teaching everybody assumes that because you're an English teacher, that must mean you're automatically really good at writing novels. Mm -hmm. And that is so not the case. Um, I taught GCSE level writing, which is, you know, a side and a half of description. And that's all they want is description. They don't want a story in it in order to do well in the exam. So, you know, I was very much used to pages and pages of description or, you know, pages and pages of backstory. And it wasn't as integrated as, well as it is now okay. um so yeah and writing shorts like that short pieces little extracts is nowhere near the same as writing a full novel I came into becoming an author as a complete and utter novice about the only thing I could do well <laughs> or better than average would be the grammar because you know that's like marking an essay yeah so yeah. copy editing is my jam um yeah. but um yeah, so much that I've learned. Tips and tricks. I don't really know, just persistence. Um, yeah. Keep at it. Keep learning. Keep trying new ways of doing things. Read a lot. um, And read a lot of good stuff. You don't want to be reading um, badly written books and saying, okay, that's how not to do it. You want to be re- reading good books and thinking, okay, that is how to do it. And then, you know, trying to integrate some of those lessons into your own work.
0: Yeah and they say like read books that are kind of in your genre or like that that are like the ones you want to write so you can be inspired yeah. or or see what they're doing well whatever I
1: can't read when I'm actually writing um because I find it it interferes with my own story too much but I binge read as soon as I've finished a draft okay. so I'll have like a couple of months where all I'm doing is writing and no reading a lot, or at least no reading in that genre and then I'll finish it and binge read like th- five, ten books in a a couple of weeks. What are you reading right now? Anything interesting? Um, I'm actually reading an early draft of a friend's book um, called The Prince of Frost. I'm not sure entirely how much she would want me saying about it. Um, It's the second in a a series, but it's absolutely fantastic so far. I can say that.
0: If it's not published yet we won't we won't worry about it um no um, we
1: won't worry about that but I yeah can, that's um, the main can, thing i've been reading
0: you give credit to the author can you share the author's name or, or i
1: can it's naomi p cohen she's okay. a fantastic writer um her winter queen book is the first one in this series and i'm now reading the the second book which is about her brother
0: Sounds. sounds i think i would be able to share yeah, <laughs> fantasy ish, I guess. Fantasy,
1: yes. Oh, fantasy, great.
0: yeah. Go, go check that one out too, all you fantasy fans, because we're always looking for more.
1: She's yeah. a very good writer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very good. Um,
1: um, what else have I been reading? Yeah. Um, my mind just gone blank. This is fibro, people. <laughs> You start having a point, you know exactly what you want to say, and then it disappears out of your head. It will come back to me later. I'll I'll,
0: yeah. or I'll swing <laughs> back around to it that's, that's or right. interrupt
1: myself and go, oh, I know.
0: Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what point you were at right now in the um, binging versus writing and not reading or, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm writing apart from this one because okay. it's not yeah. in the same genre at all.
0: Okay, cool. So I'm... Toward the end, I wanted to ask you about future work. So, so we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll come back to that. But, okay. um, but yeah, you've um, sorry, I, I forget where this 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 career, career was in my mind. I mean, we talked talked to you a few, a few things, but um, you said you you said you quit and quit teaching in twenty seventeen, and you've written what, what how many books since then? Like four or five. I've
1: published. I've published five. Um, I have two complete drafts. Um, that. Are waiting to be edited and um, so, three quarters best. of a draft of another one that is waiting to be finished and then the one that i'm working on at the moment which okay. i'm getting we're going to talk about later
0: five plus books plus some of the works in seven yeah. years that's pretty good i mean you you, you said you, you, you said you, you said you were coming in as a novice i mean i, I think I, I think that would maybe, maybe, would maybe ask that question you're coming in as, a, as a novice and now you've got a pretty good um library under your belt and still working on stuff yeah yeah
1: Oh, I'm still loving it. Awesome. I'll write until I don't love it anymore and then I'll quit and see what else there is to do. Maybe yeah, baking.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, we need we need more of that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very good. It seems like you've you're you've accomplished yourself or or you're you're getting there at least. Okay.
1: I I write very fast. Um I plan slowly. I take a long time planning things out. I have um a notebook for each of my books with all the world building and the characters in it and the Plots of how they could go and how they're actually going to go and the breakdown of the scenes and everything. So I I take a long time before I start writing and then drafting is very, very fast for me. Usually it just flows out, unfortunately, mostly in the middle of the night. So I have had some 3 a.m. finishes Mm
0: -hmm. where
1: my husband's bleary eyed and saying, will you please put that down and get to sleep? (laughs) But yeah. Yeah sometimes you know as little as a month I, c- I well i used to it's different now i'm it's strange because i'm having to relearn everything about how i write um and i'm having to change a lot of those things and yeah allow myself a lot more time but yeah i used to draft very very quickly and then edit slowly because i hated it
0: <laughs> no, i've i've been there too. I've, I've been dragging my feet on my other edits and such uh, but um yeah so are, are you more of a plotter then? It sounds like um,
1: I describe myself as a pantser in the plotting stage um, or in the planning stage not plotting right. stage Yeah, the stories just come to me um, sometimes they come in dribs and drabs I follow them wherever they lead um, quite often I have a character first and then the situation and I just figure what would they do in that situation how would they respond to that and then what would happen so it is very much pantsing the plot but I do that in the planning stages while well, it's all note form rather than writing in full. So by the time I come to draft, I know exactly
0: mm-hmm. what's
1: gonna happen and where they're gonna go and how it's, it's all gonna look. I have to see it in my head before I can write it. Very okay. visual.
0: <laughs> That's interesting, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, cool. You have a process that works for you though, so you, you feel that out. more or less, okay.
1: It's a bit unique. It probably wouldn't work for everybody because I have a thousand okay. notebooks sitting on my shelf, but.
0: Every writer. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, every writer, you know, that's where we have you know, plotters versus panthers or whatever. So so yeah. everyone, you know, it's it's not a one size fits all. I guess most things in life aren't, but it's not. Yeah. What Creative writing definitely is not. So there you go. Yeah. OK. Um, Tell us about your publishing process. Did you do self-published or traditional? And like, how did you know which which path was best for you and how did you get into that?
1: Um, yeah, all of my main novels have been self published. Okay. Um, I do have short stories in anthologies, um, cool. but the, the novels themselves have all been self published. Um, I do sometimes wonder what it's like on the other side. And two of my closest writing friends, Cathy uh, McCrum and Sophia L. Hansen, are both traditionally published. Again, I think they're both fiction and fantasy. Their stories are amazing.
0: Kind of the, in the chat too, um, Sophia has been posting things about, um, about like, this, this comments and Kathy is here too. I've read Kathy's books I've not read Sophia's movie I'll just, I'll just it too.
1: Sophia's debut novel just came out and again I was lucky enough to be able to read an early draft of it and it blew me away it's absolutely fantastic to okay. think that that's her first novel it kind of makes me want to hide my first one but she loved my first one so I'm not allowed to do that she tells me off whenever I say I'm gonna hide that one or unpublished but no um yeah some sorry back to my original point sometimes I wonder what it would be like Mm -hmm. to be traditionally published um you know to have that backup of a huge marketing powerhouse behind you um but I like the control and the speed of self-publishing of indie publishing
0: I yeah.
1: yeah I like being able to pick my own covers I like being able to set my own deadlines I like being able to set my own prices and have sales when I want to yeah. you know so yeah I wouldn't have that with traditional and after having had that with five books it, it would probably bug me more going traditional now than if I'd gone traditional in the first place so It'll feel
0: different. I'm gonna
1: stay in my lane
0: I think a lot of people say that they, they, they like self publishing for their freedom or or whatever it is I mean it's, you know, it's freedom in both a good and a bad way. Cause I mean, you have to do everything yourself. There's, there, there's no help or, I mean, not, not none, but you know, it's, it's, you, yeah, you have to for help on your own, but, but it's. Yeah. You I help. think,
1: yeah, if I went for, um, traditionally publishing now, it would probably just be for the validation, you know, somebody sure. else thinks that this is worth publishing because there is still that slight thing or, in a lot of readers minds of indie publishing is not quite as good whereas in reality it's not true at all right. there are amazing independently published authors out there
0: i think with, that, that mindset you know it, 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 it it's 20, changing it is changing it is 20 changing. years ago self-publishing yeah. was not a thing but it's a
1: lot better now um, yeah, I, I yeah I, I, a lot better now
0: i mean there, there, there probably still are some self-published books that are not good but there are some there are books. some
1: traditionally published books that aren't good either, you know, yeah. sometimes you want to sit there with a red pen and fix um, all the mistakes, yeah, but
0: yeah. So, nobody's
1: perfect, you know, nothing is yeah. going to be perfect. Yeah. So, you know, whichever way you go, there will be an occasional typo that slips through. The only difference between Indian and traditional is that if we catch one, we can fix it straight mm-hmm. away. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's not much in it these days, I don't okay. think.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned, um, you know, how, how you know, at ad self-publishing, you don't have a marketing powerhouse behind you. What have you been doing for marketing or for building an audience or anything like that? Um, have you found a way to, to do that, that works for you?
1: Um, Yes and no. <laughs> I was starting to, but as I said earlier, I've taken a step back for the last year. Right. I, I cut out everything. I did put a little note up saying, you know, sorry guys, I'm going to have to pull back for a while because I really wanted to focus on my health. It's not something That's that you can deal with while publishing and while marketing your books. Um, but I think online forums, um, on social media, is a big help. Instagram, especially for um, genre writing. Especially I write- genre. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, Lauren H. Salisbury on okay. Instagram.
0: I'm going to find him for easy. you. Too. <laughs> Everyone else if you're listening, you watching the replay, whatever, follow her too
1: every but. handle I have is at Lauren h Salisbury All
0: right, go ahead yeah,
1: yeah. but uh, yeah, Instagram, I have a lot of fun on instagram i I like taking photographs, so that has been cool. It's moving more towards reels, and I'm not necessarily massively good at doing the reels right. yet, but you know, give it a go mm-hmm. so i'm I'm starting to get back onto social media and instagram is mainly where i am because my brain can't cope with lots of different forums at the moment and lots of different platforms so slowly getting back in starting there a little bit of facebook occasionally Um, i really want to try advertising with with the um, facebook ads or amazon ads but i just haven't got around to it yet
0: yeah, you, you. There's so many steps to it. I've I've been trying. Like I've been on the marketing journey. Awesome. I mean, I've I've learned a few more things than I, I mean, than I used to know. But I mean, I'm not an overnight sensation yet. And I've been doing this a few years. So I mean, there's time. You'll you'll I'll figure it out. And I mean, it's good good for you for prioritizing your health because that is that is important. But um, but
1: well, you don't take your books to heaven with you, do you?
0: <laughs> no, I guess you don't. Guess you don't. So. But, but you mentioned um, you, you hadn't done much promotion or whatever in a while, you've taken a step back. So um, I, I want to reiterate, thank you for showing up on, 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 my, um, on, on my page today. <laughs> this is the that. first
1: thing I've really done since I got back into it. So I'm well, quite it, happy.
0: <laughs> maybe, it was good, maybe it was good timing in, in, in the new year. Um, and, and and yeah, just just um, glad it worked out this way. Um, comments in the chat are coming through. Um, Sophia says, your books are awesome. I love them, and the book hangovers they give me. And Kathy just said I agree with Sophia. So um, you have a lot of love coming through in the chat, you, uh, your fan club. So um, yeah, <laughs> and and and, and you, you guys, you know, I know Kathy. I I, I, I talked to Kathy. Um, so you, you guys are making me want to want to check it out too. So I mean, in, in all the free time I have, with all all the, in the authors, I'm trying to read. But um, I'm glad to add you to the list, and hopefully get there. But um yeah so then where um where are your books available then like are I best way to buy them from your website or from like, the
1: se- unfortunately I couldn't figure out how to get sales onto my website especially because I'm UK and a lot of my um, readers are in America so I thought simplify all of my series are available on Amazon and the eBooks are available in Kindle Unlimited which is another way of doing it. Um, A Matter of Blood is anywhere you can buy books, apparently. So, yeah, I went wide with that. So it's not just Amazon. It's, um, you know, Nook, Book Book, other places as well.
0: Sure. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, Yeah. um, Any chance of, like, a U.S. book tour for you, for, for most of your readers are in the U.S.?
1: I would absolutely love to. I've been talking to my husband about this, trying to find an excuse to have the effort to get over. <laughs> um, I would love to attend one of, well, yeah, one of my favorite conferences, which is Realm Makers. Um, I, and I, well, so I, kind
0: of, last year I, I, we kind of realized it wasn't financially viable, but I still would love to go.
1: Yeah, I, I went in 2019 and I found my people. That's I awesome. really did. Um, they were the. It was the first time that I'd been around so many people that loved all the same things that I do. Over here, I mean, I've I've said it before. I'm a bit of an anomaly. Reading, um, reading fiction as a Christian and reading science fiction and fantasy as a Christian over here, you get a few funny looks. Whereas yeah. at that convention, it's like, they're all like me. This is know,
0: Yeah, and then I know there's a stigma on that in, in the church community and everything. Right? In America, we've had. I think, I, th- I think a lot of people have overcome that or are, are overcoming it, but yeah, it's to your point.
1: I, I'm very fortunate. I, I shouldn't say things like that, actually, because the church that I go to are incredibly supportive, incredibly awesome. supportive. There have been people that have bought my books even though they don't read the genre. And I've been like, no, please don't spend, you know, don't spend your money if you're not going to read it. Um, but if you do like it, do. And, you know, they, they constantly, they, well, they pray for my career. They constantly ask me how I'm doing. You know, I'm extremely lucky, and I do know that because I have heard stories from other people, and I know that not everybody has that level of support that I get.
0: Well, that's great. That's great. Yeah, we we all need a supportive community. That's, I mean, I mean, um, you know, even again, the the greats, Tolkien and Lewis, they had the, the original inklings. I mean, the, you, yeah. you, you can't you can't do it without a supportive community. I mean, I mean, there's a number of things we need, but that's awesome. Absolutely,
1: it's just my community is a little bit more online for, yeah. <laughs> for the no, other. Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, and that's, so that's, that's
1: the power of the internet it That's, means that's that what, what the
0: world is taking to I mean, I mean we you know that that allows anyone to have a fair shot at, at, at marketing and networking and whatever else mm-hmm. so it's, it's we're we're moving in that direction um for better or for work I mean you know there's ups and downs of course but for for authors I think it's there's a lot of good so
1: oh yeah absolutely personal and professional level I yeah. wouldn't be able to do what I did right now if it wasn't for the internet um sure. So, yeah, some of my family are abroad. My best, my closest writing friends are all in America. So I am getting more friends in England, though, as well, I have to say, just in case they're watching and go. But what about me?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) it Mm -hmm. has been fantastic. I have slowly I used to think I was alone over here, but I've slowly met more people and we're starting to form a, a bit of a writing group. And that is fantastic, actually being able to meet with people live. But yes, in answer to your original question, I would like to come over to America because then I could stop in at all my friends' houses and, and do a little tour as I went <laughs> selling books. That would be yeah. phenomenal.
0: One of these days. Well, let, let us know when it happens. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, hopefully. Got to get the fiber under control first.
0: Right, so. yeah, that makes it challenging. Okay. I did say I was going to ask you about your future works. Um, so tell us, so you, you, have, you, have, you have your first series already. Yes. And you have A Matter of Blood and you have mentioned... At least one more book, maybe a couple more that you're, work, you're working on. I mean, and I know you can't tell us everything probably, but
1: I a- have like 27 almost fully formed story ideas in my head at okay. any point. Um, it does make my friends laugh quite a lot. I'm not short of ideas. But Absolutely. the series that I'm working on at the moment is a fantasy i'm moving away from science fiction and more to fantasy because i love both and even my science fiction is written with a fantasy flavor they're just set in science fiction worlds um but yes fantasy series romance in it which is also i've had romance in my stories before but this is an actual fantasy romance series um so it's really interesting to be able to do something a little bit different but they're based on retellings of fables rather right. than retellings of fairy tales. Okay. So this one is The Wolf King and it's based on The Three Little Pigs. If you nice. can get your head around that combination.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I can see it. Okay. Yes. That
0: one. Yes, that's what it's, it's called The Wolf King. Uh, that's, that's the main one you're working on right now?
1: Yes, yes. I'm trying, I'm three chapters from the end. I was three chapters from the end when I got my fibromyalgia diagnosis. So it just stopped. And my alpha readers have been (laughs) rather frustrated over Mm -hmm. the last nine months um, because it did kind of stop at a key climactic (laughs) moment. (laughs) So I've got three chapters left to write and I'm halfway through the first one of those three now because I've finally been able to start writing again and the words are flowing. So
0: Alpha readers, yeah, let's let's give it some time. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, I'm really excited about this one. Um, My alpha readers are my mother um, who reads all my stuff first yep. my sister who sometimes reads all my stuff first and um, the first book that I ever wrote she didn't read it for a whole year because she thought it was going to be rubbish <laughs> yep. and then when she did read it she went this is actually good like, well okay then thank you <laughs> So that was nice validation but yeah she has been reading this one uh, when she got to the end of chapter 18 I hadn't I hadn't written 19 yet. i just sent her the last three chapters, and she actually, um, she phoned me via messenger. and Was like, "What on earth? Where's the next chapter?" So I'm like, "Yes, that's what you want." <laughs> and
0: and, and what, what was that the one that where you left off?
1: Yeah, that's the one that left off at the climax. So she still does not have the end, and yeah, you know, she's bugging me. Still my mother. yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and my other alpha readers, um, my it, mom and one is of
0: that my. It would take like five years to write the sequel. And, 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 and yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Kathy has been reading this one as I write it as well, chapter by chapter. And she is also bugging me about the last three. So, yeah, it'll be done by the end of February okay. because I'm sending it off for endorsements in March. So, it's got to be done in the end of February.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I better let you off so you can go work on it. Yeah, but, um, so is this, um, it, it's like the first of a new series, The Wolf King, it, it, or and, yeah
1: each one will stand alone um, with its own full happy ending because i'm not a massive fan of cliffhangers i tend to wait until the whole series is out if i know there's a cliffhanger in it and then read it all at once
0: um
1: so yes all of my stories are complete stories in their own but they you know follow through but this will be three interconnected standalone stories um the first based on the three little pigs the second, based on the hare and the tortoise, and the third, based on the lion and the mouse. And if those three sell well, there's a possibility of an ugly duckling retelling that I'm really excited about. And I've actually written the climax chapter of that as well.
0: <laughs> um, Any target release date for this, or just kind of depends on...
1: Uh, autumn or fall for Americans. Yeah. Um, I'm aiming for that. I don't <laughs> want... To... <laughs> I don't want to pin myself down to an exact date because of the health issues. But I know that all, all my current readers totally understand and are, are okay yeah. with that. I'm hoping that new readers will be okay, too. So at the moment, I'm just saying fall 2024. Okay. Um, and if I struggle, it might go back a little bit. But my goal this year, um, you know, every at the start of each year, I sit down and write my goals and my priorities. I put my goal this year. I've got one, publish the Wolf King. And my priority this year is health. <laughs> Get oh, the fibro to a place where I can manage it regularly. So
0: good, good priorities. That's it. Goals, priorities.
1: <laughs> but okay. yeah, I'm excited about this one. Great. I think it's my best story yet. But then I say that with everyone that I write because you know well, I learn and I improve as I go. Less.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah,
1: It it really is my best story yet.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for um, the, the time you have taken today to tell us a little bit about your world and your work. And I mean, again, I have I have not read your stuff yet, but I you've made me interested to check it out. So, um, hopefully, can do that soon. Um, where can people follow you and your work online? And you mentioned Instagram, Lauren H Salisbury. Yes, um, um, H. Salisbury. I'm most
1: active on Instagram at the moment. Um, at Lauren H Salisbury. I think uh, I, I do know. have a website, but I haven't updated it since last year. It's another one of those things that I is on my list to do. I was supposed to do it before today, but yeah, that oh. went out the window. Um, so yes, I am going to update it with the information on the new book soon. Um, the other ways I'm trying to decide whether to mention my newsletter. I have a newsletter that usually goes out once a quarter and it always has a free story in it or a free piece of writing, cool. um, things like that. But again,
0: I don't know what's it now? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Feel like a broken record. I've not done anything for a year. I've not done it for years. <laughs> Bad time to interview me. Maybe should have waited a few months. But no, this has been fantastic. It's a nice way to get back into
0: no, it. I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I hope it helps you kick, kick off something good. And I mean, I get, I'll, I'll, I'll remind you and everyone again. I mean, you did a lot between 17 and like 23, whatever it sounds like, So, or 22. So um, you're publishing five books in five ish years. So um, I think you deserve to take a year off. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but it's it sounds like there are some also some eager readers who wanna who hope you get back into it soon. So yeah, definitely we, we all wish you health and and success in your thank writing you. journey. But, um yeah sure thing, sure thing, and thank you for taking taking again for taking the time today. So yeah, um just reiterate mm-hmm. for out there. Um yeah, she said Instagram is best to follow her. He's also on Facebook. I, th- I think I found you on Twitter too. I mean, you, you might not be on there much. That's okay. And um, website, if you want to get the newsletter, because I'm looking at it now, it looks like it's laurenhsalisbury.com. So it's just your re- just, just your name at every place. Just but... remember
1: Lauren H Salisbury. Yeah. Yeah. Type oh, it into it. anything.
0: Just <laughs> your name. It's pretty easy to find. Um, but yeah, um, those of those who are watching, or if you catch the replay later or whatever, um, go tell Lauren some support. Um, we're you know a lot of us are indie authors um and 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 we're just we're on the journey but um you know she's overcoming health challenges and uh, just everything like that to to live the dream and to bring bring other people some great stories so show her some support and love um online What well, you know whatever what, how however that means for supporting your your friends and um yeah
1: so, don't be afraid to dm me i love chatting to people
0: yeah uh, yeah good makes know. me feel good, good know. Know that yeah people are listening it's friendly. like she doesn't bite mm-hmm. yeah. definitely don't bite Okay.
1: You've got the internet between me and you. I couldn't if yeah. I wanted to.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Lauren, um, anything else you want to say for um, the people at home or, or, or those? Thank you for
1: turning up and listening to me ramble. Um, no, it's been great chatting to you. I've really enjoyed my time here today. So thanks for having me. i
0: glad to hear that. And I'm glad, glad I could have you on. Um, so thanks, thanks again, Lauren, for coming on. Thank you everyone who watched and listened and, and supported in the comments. Um, and just for, for making this a good time. As always, you can um, like my page, Samuel and Harris for future discussions and content for writers or sign up for my mailing list at the link provided in the description. Uh, when you sign up, you'll get a free sample of my story, Fractured Heroes, with a few of my favorite scenes that I think you'll enjoy. And of course, as always, go check out Lauren's work too and show her some support and love. Well, thanks everyone for watching today. Um, thank you, Lauren, for being here and and um, hope you stay warm and everything and i don't know i don't know what the weather's like in the uk right now but it's cold over here so um yeah anyway have a great weekend and Thank you. you
1: too Thank you.
0: bye, bye.